Hello, hello, and welcome again to the Think Talker. This is our eleventh episode. Our oh, love double numbers one one. It's like a new beginning. It's like a new day. Thank you so much for being here. I am very, very grateful to all of you that always check out my podcast, and um, I'm very grateful for all of the feedback you gave me. Very great feedback some people really loved it some people wanted me to add some things some people wanted me to make it a little bit shorter the last one was about 45 minutes and they think it is too long so we're trying to keep this together today to just do 30 minutes and try and see how best we can cover the subject matter if we cannot cover grounds we can always do about two of this um topic today thank you so much for sharing i'm very grateful and um I want you to know that I do this because of you and um, the more we like it, the more we share it, the more we have benefit from it, the more motivated I will be to keep doing this. I remain your host, Beatrice. Just call me Beatrice. That is all. And um, I want to dedicate this podcast to somebody very close to my heart, my friend, my sister, Patricia Janga. She is the one that has inspired me. In fact, she believed in me more than I ever believed in myself. And um, when she found this platform, she said, oh, I think you can do this. I think you can do this. So, Pat, thank you very much. I don't know if you know her. Just say hi to her and say thank you. Thank you. I dedicate this particular one to you. Because um, for a very long time in my life, um, I think there are things that I know I am good at. But for some reason, I'm just afraid to do that because... My greatest fear in life is the fear of rejection. I hate it when I do something and just people, you know, just don't care about it. And I have come to realize that that is not the case. When you put your mind to something, you you never know how people will react. And um, because I have done this and this is the 11th episode and I have seen the love, I've seen like... I don't know. Um, I think our country and just the community, the internet community, is the support and the growth is just is just uh, unbelievable. Uh, you know, people that I did not think will will share, will like, will tell other people are doing, you know, just a marvelous work in making all of this work out. Uh, you know, for the betterment of everybody that listens and for me that is putting the time to put it out. So thank you very much for doing this. And today, let's come to the topic of the day. And um, the topic of the day, like I have already, you know, I let the cat out of the bag and I was afraid to do this and now I'm doing it. The topic of the day is fair. Fear is, a, is, is, is something that all of us have, you know, have experienced one way or the other. We, we've just been afraid of so many things. And um, I think today I'm just trying to do a little research on the subject matter. I was able to come up with a definition that fear actually is just an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger of something real or imagined. So fear is just that bad feeling, that God feeling that just makes you really, really uncomfortable about something that is either real or just imagined. Now, I want to take, um, before I, I delve into explaining what that definition means for me, I just want to draw your attention that what we are speaking about today is not phobias. It is fear. 
Now, there's a little distinction between a phobia and a fear. A phobia is actually a type of a fear, but just on the extreme end. So when they say somebody is like um, claustrophobic, for example, meaning that person does not want to be in a room that is small, tight, locked, or stuffy. They hate it when they're in a cluster. It means they cannot stand it. If they have their way, they will do everything within their means not to be in that situation at all. So that is like the extreme case of fear. If somebody is afraid of height, the person has a phobia of height, they will not for any reason fly. I know a celebrity that they say she's so afraid of flying that she will drive. If she has to go someplace, she will find a way to just drive to that place across borders across country but she does not like to fly at all so that there is a distinction between the two so when people have a phobia it is usually good that they consult um either a psychologist or therapist to talk them through that phobia such that they can at least breathe when they find themselves in that um, situation so back to our topic of fear because fear is just perceived if, if, if you perceive something, it means you tell yourself a story about the outcome of that thing. It is not true. It's just like storytelling. You perceive something, you tell yourself a story about how that thing, the process that thing is going to take and the outcome that is going to happen. And you become afraid of the outcome. So just like any story, you can choose to have a good outcome also choose to have a bad outcome but what fear does to you is it makes you believe in a bad outcome and probably even make you forget that there's a possibility that it can end in a good way let's say for example somebody has to travel maybe next week and they are contemplating to buy their tickets this week and some fear just comes inside of them and they begin to think, oh my God, what if I take this aircraft and then it will take off and then we'll be in the air and it will develop a fault and then we'll just crash and then I will die. Ah, okay. To just, you know, <laughs> skip the, all of that um, trauma, let me not just buy the ticket. Let me just stay home. The reason why I think this is very important at a time like this, and in especially the demographic of people that listen to my podcast are between the ages of 30 and 40. And I think it is very, very important that um, we try to demystify the concept of fear and try to give it a name because what you don't know, what you, you have not learned, what you don't, you know, you don't take away the nitty gritties of it and try to make it so small and little. You cannot overcome it. And I know personally from my experience, as I said in my opening statement, I have been afraid in my life. I have been afraid to take decisions. I have been afraid to, to do things that I, I even know that I'm good at. But I'm just afraid because there are things in my life that I have made up a story about and I have not looked at the good part of it. I've only looked at the bad outcome of it. And then I have set myself aback by saying, okay, because I don't want to deal with the negative or the bad part of how this story might end, let me just don't do it at all. And that is true for a lot and lots of people in Sierra Leone, around the world, that are just holding themselves aback because they are afraid to take decisions. Now, let me say something about fear. Have you ever thought about it that um, if you a child is born a vacuum, literally no child is born with any sorts of fear they 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 are just there they they are happy 
However, although scientists um, have proven that children are usually afraid of falling and the, um, hearing loud sounds, that is a fear. But because that fear is not backed by imagination, as we have um, previously heard from the definition, we will not say it is a fear, we will just say maybe it is an impulse. We will call it an impulse. So because the human being has um, grown up without or is brought into this world without none of those fears, have you ever thought about how you came up with these stories that you hold in your head? It is today that I am trying, you know, to just look around some articles and things to to bring depth into this conversation that um, I thought about it. That how did I come up with all of these stories in my head? What led me to believe that I am not likable? What led me to believe that if I speak, people will not listen? What led me to all of these stories I tell myself? Now, it is two things that, that, that shape your life your experiences, what you experience in life, what happens to you. If it comes out good, it makes you have a positive outlook on that particular subject matter. If it comes out bad, it makes you have a negative outlook on the subject matter. And the second thing is the people you listen to and the books you read. These are the two things that shape your life and the way you think about life. So now, if we talk about the... um, the people you listen to and the books you read, religion plays a big role on how we perceive life. For Christians, they tell you this, 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 and this are not right, and if you do this and this, so you, you always find yourself guiding yourself not to do certain things in life because you know your religion is not tolerant of those decisions and actions, or even the way you speak, the way you dress, and also the people that you surround yourself with. Let's say your parents um, believe in the notion that they don't want too much money. They just want to be okay. Peace is important than wealth. You know, they condition your mind in such a way that even when you know that if I take this move, it will bring me, it will, it will, you know, enlighten my life. It will uh, improve the quality of my life. But because your life has been conditioned to think that it is not important or this is not something my sect of people or my family delves into, you hold yourself back and not do it. And there's something powerful about the brain, something very powerful. The brain is just there to protect you. So that is why I always tell people, um, I, I sometimes talk to young people, I mentor some youths in, in so many quarters, and I tell them, your greatest power is to take action when you feel motivated. You have three minutes to take action when you feel motivated. Because if you don't do it, your brain will start to speak. Your brain literally speaks. It tells you stuff. There is a conversation going on in your life at any one point in time. So for you to take action, you need to take action the moment you feel motivated. It doesn't have to be a massive action. It doesn't have to be the action that gives you the output that you want, but it has to be an action that leads you into the direction of what you want to be, of, of what you want to be or what you want to do or just what makes you happy you know at the core of it because ultimately all of us just wants to be happy and make sense out of the life that we have been um, given so there are three phases actually um, when we speak about people and 
how fear impacts their life. The first stage is before taking the action. Before taking the action, there is a conversation that your mind mind speaks to you. And your mind usually brings all of the negatives. That, oh, you want to do this? Ah, this is what you will lose and this is what you will lose and this is what you will lose if you want to do this. That is before you take the action. Let's say you beat that voice and then you say, let me take action. And in the process of taking that action, your mind will also speak, ah, Let's say you want to lose weight. You mean you want to really go through this pain? Look at your friends eating burger there. You mean you really want to leave them to eat that burger and you're eating this dry salad? Your mind is still speaking even when you are in the process. And then it will speak to you about the outcome. Finally, let's say you, you, you've you beat that second voice that's, and it, it speaks to you about the outcome. Ah, it's, it's not even worth it. You are not looking bad. Let's if, if the case is you losing weight. When you've got to that, you are not even looking bad. Why did you waste all of your time to get to this point? It is not even, I I didn't even see the difference that you you really have made in your life. So your mind is always in a constant battle with you. And like I said in the beginning, every fear that you have is a story that you sell yourself. If you have the ability to tell a story that ends negatively, you also have the ability to tell a story that ends positively. Because it is just two sides of the spectrum. It is just that because your brain wants to protect you, it will always amplify the bad so that you will take the easier way out. But let me tell you something. There is always comfort in in safety. When when you want to feel safe, there is comfort. But there is not there is no growth in comfort and safety. If you want to grow, you have to tell yourself the story that I can actually do this and come out just fine. So this is how you should go about it. If you want to tell yourself the story that I might just come out feeling okay. This is not ultimate. It is not like a do or die. It's a 50-50 chance um, chance that it can go bad or it can go right. Why don't I just take the plunge that this one might go right for me? And then you take the plunge. But now, the reason why people will will find it very hard to even assimilate is let's say you are taking a life-changing decision. Let's say you have a hundred million now. That is your life savings. And you hate your job. For real, you hate your job. And in your heart, you say, oh, I just want to um, invest this money and do some business. I am good at numbers. I am good at marketing. I can rally around people to to get this business. At that point where the thought comes, I advise you to take action. If that is, if that is really, really, uh, you know, burning in your mind, that this is something you should do. You should take action. If you don't take action at that moment, this is what happens. Your mind will start to tell you that this is the only hundred million you have that is contingency for you that is savings for you that is your life that is the livelihood of your family do you really want to put it in this business what if it goes bad and then you become bankrupt your mom is there and your mom does not have food to eat what would you do it will speak to you your mind will speak to you and then you will be afraid of that outcome you don't want the outcome where you get bankrupt that is not the outcome that you want so what do you do you go back to your job that you hate anyway and say this is a safer place for me i feel safe in this 
um, in this environment. At least I have my salary coming in every day. But there is no being extraordinary in staying in your comfort zone. So I teach you now a trick. The trick of getting over this stumbling block of being afraid of losing what you have or being afraid of the process of getting to where you want or being afraid of the outcome that will ultimately come is having a learning mentality. What is a learning mentality? A learning mentality is having that strong conviction that there are no failures in life. There are no failures in life. All there is to life is knowledge gained. Period. So even when your mind tells you that, oh, you will fail, you will fail, you will this, you will that, you will not succeed, you will be bankrupt. If you have a learning mentality and believe that even if I fail, I must have gained knowledge such that if I do it again, I will not fail. Because let's be very honest about um, life and the way we approach it. There are no guarantees that when we put our head into something, it will come out fine. When I started this podcast, I did not even believe that people are going to listen in the first place. I had that fear. I did not believe that people are going to listen in the first place. So that is uh, uh, my own personal struggle that I had. But I did it anyway. And because I did it, now I have the facts. Let's say I had the fear and then I acted upon that fear and not do it. I wouldn't have even had the fact now that it is possible that people will listen. The same is true. What you have not tried, you don't have facts. All you have are perceptions and assumptions. So don't let fear hold you back on doing that thing that you want. It is there and the truth of the matter is it is not even there because it is bad to you. It is your mind. It, it forms part of who you are. The only reason why it is making you afraid is to make you cautious and to protect you. But is that what you want to live on the sidelines for the rest of your life and not actually move to that next level which you believe you are convinced that you can do it in life? You know, you know you are good at something. But just because you are afraid, I don't know if I will have support. I don't know if people will like me. I don't know this. I don't know that. Let me not just do it. Until you do it and then have the tangible facts about the subject matter, you don't know. It will live as a perception. It will live as an imagination. You don't know that. So some of the biggest fears that I think people... When I speak, I always speak from the perspective of where I am, my environment, my society, and what I know. The greatest fear that um, I think people in my age grade or millennials or Generation Z that they go through is the, I think this one is a big one, is the fear of rejection. Everybody I know craves to be acknowledged, crave to be loved, crave to be accepted, crave to be validated. That is just what the human mind wants. And everybody is terrified to even think that, oh, people don't like me. Imagine you go to a school, for example, and you have that feeling that people don't like you. People are talking behind your back. When you're walking, they are laughing at you. They don't validate you. They don't acknowledge your presence when you speak. They don't, you know, even listen to what you're saying. It is something that is mind-boggling if you fear it. 
But again, as we described what fear is, it is just a perception. It is just a story that you told yourself. All of us are afraid of uh, um, rejection. We don't want to feel as if people don't like us. But now, to the core of it, think about it, to the core of it, why is it important to you that uh, people accept and validate you? If you think about it and then you answer those questions, you think that, okay, this is why it is important because I want to feel, let's say, alive. I want to feel important. I want to feel loved. These are all the things that comes with you being validated, accepted, and not being rejected. Are these things important? Yes, they are important. Are these things not in the circles, in your circle right now? You don't know that. You don't know that at all because all you have now is an imagination and a perception. Now, let me tell you what this does to you when you perpetually are afraid to be rejected. It makes your standards fall. That's the first thing. People that are afraid to be rejected put down their standards just because they want to be accepted. If you want to be accepted, you also learned the idea of always saying yes and being a people's pleaser because that is what you think will make people accept you. Now, there is nothing wrong for somebody to be a people pleaser. There is nothing wrong for somebody to be a yes person. But now let me tell you how that affects you and you living your best life. It keeps you aback and keeps your total mentality about life based on somebody else that is not you. So your idea of life or your validation of who you are or, or the things that makes you you, the things that makes you happy have nothing to do with you. They are totally in the hands of somebody else who you think should validate you for you to feel alive or for you to feel happy. I think that is a disservice to anybody that lives their life like that. Now, you are a human being and you come with your package. No two human beings are the same. If I am Beatrice, this is who I am. When I stand up in a room, what you see is what you get. How I relate to you is what you get. What I say to you is who I am. My character that I portray in that room is who I am. To accept me is completely your decision. I cannot lower my standards because just because I want you to accept me. I cannot put leak just because I want you to like me. I cannot forget my own happiness, my joys, the things that gratify me, the things that lift up my spirit, the things that are the essence of my soul just to make you accept me. So the fear of rejection has held a lot of people back. The fear of outshining people has held a lot of people back because people crave acceptance and are terrified to be rejected. Now, if you flip the coin and now think about that person that you are afraid will reject you, does that person feel the same way if you reject them? If you answer that question and answer, I know it's a resounding no, they don't care. You don't want them to reject you, but they don't care at all. Whether you reject them or not, they are living their best life. They are having fun in this life. So why are you um, killing yourself, minimizing yourself, minimizing who you are, you know, suppressing 
your ability not living your best life because you are afraid to be rejected and you want to be accepted by all means necessary another fear that i think um is eminent in all human beings and when i say all i mean everybody with a sane mind a conscious mind people are afraid to run their life into um, irreversible um, devastation that is a big one and um, i will take again the example that i made with somebody that has their life savings and want to invest it that is a big one and i'll take another example of somebody that um, wants to jump out of a plane that's also a big one and when you think about um, a damage that you could do to yourself that is irreversible it makes you afraid it makes you completely afraid but this is um, what is very interesting when it comes to when people are afraid of the irreversible dream that you know i'll bring myself to zero if i take this plunge i keep reminding you of the definition these are perception imaginations you don't know that for a fact they can go either way if you are that kind of person that wants to do something and you think that if i take this plunge it will bring me to a place where i can never come back from think about the statement ring irreversible you know it's it's like the death of me if i do this i don't think i can ever come back from this there's nothing i can do to you know take it back if you think about it that way and also think about you living your entire life and not taking that plunge and you are on your deathbed 8500 years i am not saying anybody will die young but 8500 years whatever the case may be you're on your deathbed and you know ultimately you're going to die anyway that's just a fact of life and you now try to look back at your life and realize that because i feared something that is ultimate i have not lived i have woken up today on my 85th birthday and i've realized that i have not lived so if you wear the two things side by side just like when i spoke about the fear of rejection and i said if you if you if you are not bothered about people accepting you you will overcome it if you believe in your truth and believe that as i come it is your choice to accept me for who i am or not the same is true for the fear of irreversible ring that if i don't take this plunge will i be a better person at my ultimate demise will i feel satisfied that i lived a fulfilled life i lived my best life i gave to the world fully what you know was embedded in me by the creator or any being that you believe in so everything that you do in life should you should not think about it as a ring because think about it there is nothing that can happen to you that has not happened before it is almost impossible except for the corona now that is here there are some form sorts of forms of it that has existed before but this particular spec uh, spec or you know gene has never existed but in terms of experiences is there anything that has happened that will happen to you now that has never happened before and there is there anything that will happen to you now that does not have 
positive outcomes and negative outcomes i don't think there's anything that exists in the world right now that could possibly happen to you that does not have two sides to it so it is up to you to make up your mind and tell yourself a story that will lead you ultimately to something that is positive another thing um that i think i'm very guilty of is the fear of regrets fear of regrets is a big deal it's a big deal for everybody nobody wants to you know pour in their sweat their time their energy their effort into something and come out and be like i wish i did not do that i wish i did not put my money into this i wish i did not spend time with this person i wish i did not invest my you know my life in this relationship look at what has come out of all of this but again, if you have a learning mindset, as I mentioned earlier on, a learning mindset is the mindset that someone creates and says there are no failures in life. They are just experiences and learning curves. If you have that mindset, usually regret um, is not a vocabulary for you because you will always have something that you will take out from the experience. Either it's a relationship, either it's a business, either it's a travel venture, whatever it is. You always have that thing that you take out from it and then you will move on. But as um, per se, if that is your situation, as I am speaking to you now, there's something you've invested in. There's something um, you've put in time and effort into that thing. And then it has come out really bad. And you're saying, now, I wish I did not do that. You can do something for yourself right now. Something that people don't usually do for themselves, but they do for people which is to forgive yourself. It is okay that you made a mistake, that things did not go the way you planned. It is okay that you forgive yourself. Because if you think about it, if somebody else would have done this to you, it is imperative for you, for your own good, for your own peace of mind, to forgive that person. And the same is true for you. I have invested money into this, I have gained this and this knowledge, but in retrospect, I, I, I wish I would have just taken a step back and think through it and think about it more deeply and make sane decisions about this um, venture or I should have seen the signs in this relationship. I should have seen that this is not going to work out for me, but I did it anyway. I am in a position where I regret it now. So what you can do if you are in the situation, if it is not a fear for you anymore, it's a reality for you, what you can do right now is to forgive yourself that it is okay that I made this mistake. It is okay that I walked myself into this trouble. It is okay. I forgive myself. If somebody else would have done this to me, I know somebody would have told me, forgive them. Because that is the way you release yourself. So it is okay also to forgive yourself because that is, um, in essence, the ideal of hope. The whole entire thing about living, if you want to live each day, is because you are hopeful that tomorrow will be better than today. How can tomorrow be better than today if you have held yourself captive and not forgive yourself and live in, in regret? No, you have to. You have to forgive yourself. You have to release yourself because that is the essence of life. Life is for you to be hopeful that every day I live to be better. So having that mindset will actually give you a great release and then bring back to you a spirit of hope. 
So for those that fear the, 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 the mere um, essence of regret, there is a remedy. But again, because fear is perception and just imagination, it can go completely the other way around. The reason why I'm saying this because I know it is not easy in in this country, business-wise, relationship-wise, friendship-wise, job-wise. People are constantly living in a state of where they, they, they just hope I did things differently. Maybe it's not even you. Maybe it's just because you find yourself in this kind of society. Maybe it's not even you. Maybe it's, it's even the other person. But if you have taken up that burden upon yourself and beating yourself that you wish you did things better, it will not help you. That is not the way to go about it. The way to go is for you to release yourself, to actually forgive yourself and say it is okay. It is okay that I did this mistake to myself. I release myself and now I live in hope and I'm moving forward. I pick up every experience. Don't waste any experience. Experiences are not meant to be wasted. Pain is not meant to be wasted. That's a whole new topic. That's like a whole new topic. You should never, ever, ever waste your pain. Whatever that has not worked out well for you, don't waste that pain. Pick up that pain and let it propel you to your next level, to the next great thing in your life. So if you are in a state of regrets, and maybe I'm saying this because I had a conversation with somebody that is in that kind of really, you know, state, and they listen to my last podcast, and um, it's, the person says it lifted their spirit. If you are in that state, you know, release yourself, release yourself and hold on to all of those experiences and don't waste that tears, don't waste that cry, don't waste that pain, don't waste that late night that you sat up and just try to think things through to figure it out. Pick it up and let it propel you to your, you know, your next level in life. The fourth and final fear that I think all of us have is the fear of responsibility. You are afraid to take responsibility of things that don't work out in your life. I say it again. A lot of us are afraid to take responsibility. If I now call somebody and tell the person that I am giving you a responsibility to make sure that I have 1,000 listeners between now to December. Hmm? The responsibility that it will not come to fusion would put those people in greater fear. Now let's break down the word responsibility. Responsibility is your ability to respond to situation. Respond ability. What is your ability to respond to situations? Okay. Your ability to respond to, to situation is based on the fact that not everything let me say it again. Your ability to respond to situation should always tell you that things you did not co- you're not the causer. You did not cause it. You are just responding. Okay? So if I come back to my to my to my example that I gave somebody the responsibility. I caused the 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 podcast to be out. I made up my mind that this podcast should reach 1000 people. And now that person's ability you know, to respond to the demand I have placed on them hmm, will either bring them fair or actually propel them to do better. I know a lot of people that did not believe that they have the ability 
to do anything in their lives until the responsibility was placed on them. And I also know some people that responsibility have been placed on them and because they crumble under the fear that I cannot do this, this is no, there is no way I can do this, they have backed up completely, they left. Like somebody that they were going to promote in actually my office, in my circle, and the person looked at the responsibility and he was like, no, 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 I, I, I didn't ask for this, there is no way I can deliver on all of this you have set out, I don't want it at all. So it is very key that you don't. So having um, spoke about all of the fears that are very persistent in our everyday life, how do you separate yourself from the fear-based voice in your head? How do you, you know, take yourself out of the situation and say? Listen, brain, I hear you. I know you want to look out for me. I get it. That's your responsibility to keep me alive. But I want to live a life bigger than what I have now. I want to make it in life. I want to do great exploits. I want to do great things for myself. I know internally there are things I am capable of doing. And if I keep listening to you that nothing is going right, I will never take the next big step in my life. You cannot live your future by looking at the past. You cannot look at, you cannot um, plan to have a great future by basing all of your action that have consequences for your future based on something that is past, based on somebody that has a bad experience in the past, based on somebody that did the same thing and did not have a good outcome. Remember, you are two different people. Your circumstances are different. Maybe your, even your um, geographical location is different. It is always, never the same situation with anything in the past. So if you want your future to be bright, to be great, leave the past where it is. The past belongs in the back and your future is actually what is very important. There is a saying that there is a reason why the rear view mirror is small and the windscreen is bigger because your future is more important than what is in, the, in, in your past. So leave the past where it belongs somebody um coined a very nice um you know adage about fair f being fantasizing e being experiences a being appearing real meaning fantasizing experiences to appearing until they appear real you keep fantasizing every experience or everything you keep playing it in your mind until it becomes real to you that is how people keep themselves aback. Because when you keep playing the thing that has went wrong in your life over and over and over again. In fact, that is why it is important that you forgive yourself. Because if you don't forgive yourself, every mistake that has ever happened in your mind, you will never have the ability to take it out and replace it with something that might bring you some good. And it, that in itself, I think in the Christian faith, becomes a sin. Because if somebody offends you and the person has asked pardon for that party for that sin and you keep replaying it in your mind and every day you replay it you become hot you become offended you keep sinning every day you do it you are in perpetual sin so take your mind off of that and focus on what is in front of you now think about this what is it that you want to do 
in life and what is it that is scaring you away from doing it so take a piece of paper if you want to pause now you can pause and take a piece of paper and write from the depth of your heart that thing that you're so passionate about that you you've never taken action you've never taken the, the, the tiniest action concerning that subject matter take a piece of paper now and write it and say i want to i will say dash and you fill in the blank space i want to blank and the second statement you write is but i am scared of blank and write it down i want to blank write down that thing that you are so passionate to do that you have wanted to do it so long but you have never done so and the second statement is but i am afraid or scared of dash so when you look at what you want to do and what you are afraid of think about the spoils every in everything is what about what what are you going to get out of it if you don't do dash how will it impact dash it's two sets of uh, questions that you ask yourself if i don't do dash how will it impact my life fill in the blank space So when you do that, it gives you an understanding of what you are afraid of. And when you understand what you are afraid of, you will be able to break it down to the barest minimum. Let's say for example, I want to be a TV host. But I am afraid that people will not accept me for who I am. That is the fear. You are afraid of rejection. Now break it down. But this is who I am and I have something to say to the world and your acceptance of me is not my responsibility but completely yours. I am not going to minimize myself or dim my light. I am not going to keep the message I have for the world just because I am afraid that you won't like me because that is completely your decision. I am going to be this person because I know this is what I have been called to do. Do you see how you can break it down when you actually put a name to what you are afraid of? Some of us will think about the things that we are afraid of, but they, they don't have a name. They, they, they are very foggy in our minds. Oh, I, I, want, I, want, to, I want to travel the world. Ah, but no, 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 I don't even have money. You don't put a name to it. You don't think about it. Is that something you are passionate about? Is that something you know you have the zest, you have the know-how to do? Is that something that will bring value to the world? Why would you like to keep your shine? Keep that value that have been embedded in you, that you could have shined that light into our all of our lives just because you are afraid of something. I have a few tips for you um, if you want to beat all of this. First, number one, I say embrace fear. Fear is part of life. Embrace it. Embrace it. Love it. When you're afraid, say, Ah, oh, I know. You, we live here together. I'm not even afraid of you. You Don't be afraid of fear. Like, don't let it, like, startle you. Don't let it, like, kick you off your game. 
we live here i know you i know this is what you do i know i understand you like like we live here you always do this but i i always go for what i want anyway if i lose i gain some experience and i gain some lessons and if i do it again i will come up on top there are a lot of stories i think the stories of jk rollins of harry potter fame she sent her manuscripts to so many people but that never deterred her i know every time she wants to send it that voice will be telling her you are going again today uh, they will not accept your manuscript but i think it was the 30 something uh, um, um time that she presented it that somebody said okay i'm going to publish it and we all know how well that book did so that is the same thing embrace it it will come it is part of you that is what your brain is programmed for to tell you not to take risk to keep you safe that is what it does it keeps you safe it does not want you to put yourself in any danger so it always tells you don't go there that is danger don't do this oh they will not accept you don't do it i don't want you to feel ashamed that is so embrace it when you know that fear is part of life you attack it better you find a way to solve it better you find a way to just you know take it out of the the limelight and just take it for what it is it is just a person it's just an imagination it is nothing real so and do something with it the second thing is do something with it stand with the fear and act upon it when you are afraid of something do something with that fear don't let it just come and pass and say okay i have succeeded anytime you want to do something and you have all of these negative things like i said it has been proving that for you to take action on any thought or innovation that you have before your your uh, mind's voice the protective mind's voice starts uh, speaking to you you have three minutes so anytime you have an idea utilize the first three minutes and write it down write it down somewhere if it's a call that you have to make be on the call before that thought comes into your mind that is how you take action because even if you don't want to do the thing maybe that person that you called will keep you accountable about that idea that that's a bright idea that's a good idea i want you to keep at it or if you wrote it somewhere it will never vanish writing is important that might be a whole new topic writing is important i have books everywhere because every time an idea comes to you every time um, something great comes to you it is always good to document it because your mind cannot too many things are happening in your life that is not everything that crosses your mind that you remember maybe even in the next 30 or, or one hour you know and when these fears come to you like i said previously you have to put a name to that fear don't just say i am afraid ask yourself what is it that i am afraid of when you give a name to it is it um rejection is it irreversible doom is it um responsibility um i think there's a fourth one that we spoke about if you give it a name and you go back to this audio and then you 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 listen to the coping mechanism that we have mentioned earlier on it gives you a greater strength and a greater perspective on how to go about it and attack it in right on its roots to not allow it to hold you back that is if you don't give it a name if you just think about it and let it just overrides your brain and then you drop whatever thing that you wanted to do because it has come over you it has uh, you know um, put some stain in your mind and your intentions then you will not do it but then call it name it say the fear i'm having around this situation is rejection or responsibility how do i fix it how do i 
be okay to take responsibility or i am afraid that i will regret this but even if i come to a position where i regret what i have done how do i go out of being regretful so when you 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 give it a name you will be able to give it also mitigation strategies that even if it comes out this way i know i have gained something i know i can come out better I know I will come out stronger. I know I'll come out with a lot of experience. And another thing is, um, like I said in my last, last podcast, is um, you don't want to live your entire life to keep making mistakes and learning from them. That is not what you want to do for your entire life. And that is why we say we learn from other people. So there is a concept called modeling, and I think I read it from... Uh, I think it's Tony Robbins and the book is called Power where he actually did an exposition on um, how it is important to model people that have succeed in certain areas of life. So let's say for example you want to go into a business and there's a voice telling you that you cannot succeed. Maybe in your surrounding, in another country, either via the internet or somebody that you know that is actually physical, not virtual, has done this business before and they have been successful. So you can actually beat that voice that this can be done and I can model somebody, I can walk in, in, on somebody's footprints and I will make it. Either you meet the person, either you read a book about how the person um, did it, either you have conversation over the internet about how I can, you know, get through this fear and actually succeed in this thing that I want to do, you will do it. Like I said in my in the beginning of the podcast that uh, I did not think I was going to be sitting here and doing this. But a friend of mine saw it and said, I think you can do this. I said, really? I did a demo and I sent it to her. And she said, it's good. I, I think you, sh- you should do more. You know? So this is how people lift each other up in such circumstances. When you are afraid, look around you and find that person that believes in you. Maybe that's to just even cut off the entire thing about fear and, you know, because when you are endorsed that, I believe you can do this and you do it and then you have the reality of it your thoughts are no longer based on perception or imaginations they're actually based on the reality of the subject matter then you have something to stand on which is actually real so i think that is the way to go i think we'll have to do a part two on this because i think um we are now almost 50 minutes gone and um we'll do another episode on how to beat fair completely and um, this podcast will be coming to you every Wednesday, every Wednesday. And when we finish this series, which is, to, I think we just have one more episode on this series, we'll start to have our collaborations. We'll start to have collaboration with Sierra Leoneans that are making it, Sierra Leoneans that are making a difference in our society, people that have a story to tell you, people that their stories can actually inspire. I love to have finished this, but I think I should cut it short and because I want to do what you guys said. You don't want it to be more than an hour. No. And I'm listening to you. So thank you very much for listening. I am very grateful. I'm very, very grateful. Please share, like, 
favorite it wherever you you listen to it whether it's on spotify whether it's on anchor whether it's on overcast wherever you listen to your podcast please just um favorite it click the star button and just say this is your favorite podcast thank you so much i remain your host beatrice thank you how i think i'm so i took up thank you so much love you